Hello, and welcome again to Variety Bang, the podcast that bangs out content in 15 minutes or less so you can listen at your convenience. Once again, it's your favorite host on your favorite podcast, Travis B. And today, I honestly have no idea what I'm going to talk about, but I felt like talking. So I just got finished cleaning my pipes, as you may or may not know. Uh, I was in the cigars, and they're expensive. So I started smoking pipes, and at first, I didn't really care for pipes because it's actually a learning curve to them. It's not just as simple as loading the pipe and smoking the pipe, no matter what anybody tells you. It took me about a good two weeks to learn how to properly pack a pipe, and I'm still only 75 to 80% proficient. I still have issues with it. Uh, on top of that, it took a while to learn how to actually inhale the pipe slowly so you don't burn your tongue. I mean, it's a little bit of a of a learning curve. Uh, but And then, of course, there's cleaning the pipes. Now, me... Because I never do anything half speed. Uh, I've got myself six, well, five vintage pipes uh, from the 60s, 50s, 60s, and one brand new pipe. And one the brand new pipe smokes very well as well. But the vintage pipes, you know, it's about something about smoking a used vintage pipe, cleaned well, of course, that just, uh, you know, brings you back. I find myself listening to uh, Frank Sinatra and Neil Armstrong and Dean Martin, you know, uh, basically um yeah the the swing music of the time while i'm smoking my uh, uh my pipes and i enjoy it thoroughly and actually i actually also enjoy cleaning them because anytime you can at least for me i shouldn't say you for me anytime i can take it was a washing machine anytime anytime that i could take my my mind um out of what i have going on out of my problems and out of the hectic day in the hectic life of, of Travis uh, is a good thing. And focusing on cleaning pipes just kind of takes me to a different place. It allows me to focus on something that uh, has value and something I enjoy doing. And I get to see the results afterwards because the pipe always tastes better after you clean it. Imagine that. Cleaning a pipe makes it taste better. I have gotten all of my vintage pipes I have gotten on eBay the most expensive one I bought was a $35 pipe, which honestly, it's beautiful, and that's why I bought it. And I learned that don't buy a pipe based on the way it looks because it doesn't really smoke that great. It smokes okay, but I like my other pipes better. I have some cheaper vintage pipes I bought, $9, 10 $15 pipes that actually smoke really well. And uh, I've learned how to clean them. Um, you don't use oil. You can if you want. You can use like rubbing alcohol, 70%. I use um, 151 proof Everclear. And that, that'll, that'll strip anything. Like, I don't drink that. I mean, I won't even, like, I'm looking at the bottle right now going, no, I, don't, I will not drink that because that'll kill you. But uh, I use that for uh, cleaning the entire sides of the pipes. And to shine up the outside, I use extra virgin olive oil. And I put it on the pipes, and I let it sit for an hour. And you wipe it off, and it, they look brand new. I mean, it's beautiful. That's something else. I really enjoy restoring these pipes. You get a bag of beat-up pipes, and, and you just do some basic, real basic, simple magic to them. And before you know it, poof brand new. If only I was that good at restoring other things in my life, like I'm flipping houses or fixing up cars or, you know, something of value, but nope, it's tobacco pipes. It's I'm, I'm good at cleaning them up and I'm good at smoking them. And they, there's no real use to that. I mean, uh, out of all the different ways of smoking legal t- tobacco, um, like pipes are our way in the bottom. Now in the fifties and sixties and for a long time prior that way to go. Almost everybody had a pipe. Remember dad, you know, his wife would cook dinner and dad would sit down and he put on a smoking vest and he'd sit there and he'd watch, you know, read a newspaper and he'd smoke his pipe. And that's what, that's what they did back in the day. Whereas now nobody smokes a pipe. I never see someone smoking a pipe unless it's on Facebook and it's because of a group I joined, but nobody smokes a pipe. People still smoke cigars. And like I said, I love cigars. I just, 
I can't afford $70 a week for a decent cigar. Because if you're not buying a $10 cigar, if you're buying something less than a $10 cigar, then you're buying a shitty cigar. And that's not my opinion. That's the truth. I have not found a good cigar under $10. So, But I did join Cigar International. They have a four cigars a month um, subscription service, cancel anytime, that they mail you. And like I said, it's like $25 with shipping. And it's for good cigars. They said, you know, $10, approximately $10 value cigars. And I'm like, and it's a variety, different, you know, light, dark, and all different varieties. So I am looking forward to trying that. I, I did that just because, although I am truly a pipe smoker now, I cl- classify myself as a pipe smoker. Uh, I also really miss a good cigar, maybe once a week, just sitting down, like, oh, you know, with a, a good drink and just having a cigar. I miss that. So I'm going to, I'm going to indulge myself and you know, 25 bucks a month is a lot better than $70 a week. So I'm going to go ahead and go for it. So yeah, cigars is going, I'm sorry, cigars, cigars are going good too, but my pipe, my pipes, they're going well. I enjoy smoking. I enjoy cleaning them. I do not inhale. I have tried, shoot, I'm, I'm trying like 15 different tobaccos and I have to reel myself in because I've got 12 one ounce jar canning jars only eleven dollars at Walmart. That's a good good deal. I think Norbrand or something. Let's see, we got it right here. Yeah, I was right. Or Kerr, sorry, Kerr brand. Um, and that's what I store my tobacco in. And a one ounces of tobaccos, I buy one ounces at a time. Doesn't sound like a lot, but one ounces of tobacco barely fits in that four ounce jar. So, but I got a variety right now. I have one, two, three, four, five, I have seven different varieties. I have five more coming Monday, which equals twelve. So all my jars will be full. And uh, I kind of got to put a stop to that and say, look, no more. Uh, tobacco till I clear out some of these canisters. And then on top of that, I have three more um <laughs> I have three more pipes coming. Uh one was twenty six dollars, one was twenty five dollars or twenty one dollars. The other one was a dollar oh six because it's from China and they had a bid on it. And it's ugly ass pipe, but it's a brand new pipe, a real smoking pipe. It's ugly, but you know, I said, you know, for a dollar? I'm like, come on, I can you know, I can that could I could travel like, oh I'm gonna go hang out at, at, at Joe's house. I can freaking bring that with me because if I lose it, who cares? It's a dollar. So um, I'm looking forward to getting that too. It's coming from China. So maybe sometime in the next three years, I'll get it. I don't know. Uh, so that's it with that. Pipe smoking is going well. Um, work is going better. Uh, just, it's just, I sometimes think I'm my own worst enemy. I'm sure a lot of people out there in listener land feel that way. I'm my own worst enemy. I sit here and I say to myself, I make I make a situation worse than it has to be because I'm extra. <laughs> so, and that's just me. I've always been that way. And then after a while, I kind of reel myself in, like, like it's not that bad. And, that, and that's how I'm feeling about about uh, my situation, my new department at GE. Is that it could be worse. I, I I don't mind it. It doesn't seem to be super bad, so to speak. So I'm just gonna go with the flow and see what happens. It's just an adjustment, like anything else. And me being the way I am, I, I'm, I'm not big on adjusting. Uh, I remember when my wife and I actually finally moved in together. It probably took six months for us to get used to each other. She told me straight up, she goes, I hated you. She said, I wanted to kill you. She said, I thought about leaving your ass for real after the first six months. And now we get along great because she's in bed right now sleeping. I'm doing my podcast. I never see her. And that's the other thing. I'm not sick. I actually, right now, I got lots of energy, but I didn't sleep well. And I get up at one. I want to get up at noon. And my wife throws the dogs in there thinking that'll wake me up. And then she comes back in there one. They're all cuddled with me sleeping. So it's like, that didn't work. So she finally gets me up. We run some errands. I'm falling asleep in the car. And she's like, oh, I hate it when you're like this. I'm like, Amber, I'm like, I don't know why I'm like this. I don't want to be like this. I mean, I only get two days off a week. I want to do stuff. But I don't, I'm, I'm so tired. So we did our grocery shopping and I'm running around. I got back in here at four o'clock in the afternoon. I slept till eight. Then I went back to bed at 8.05 and I slept till 10. 
and then I got up. So I'm probably going to be up most of the night, but I, I don't know what it is. I was just so maybe just everything kind of, you know, pressure just kind of crushing on you at once. Maybe just maybe want to just sleep a lot. I mean, that's, you know, I, I hate to admit a lot of times in the past when I've called in to work, it, I mean, I, I have been sick a couple of times. There's other times I just, I call and I go back to bed and just sleep. I like, I just, and, and, and my first thought is, oh, maybe it's depression. Cause I know I have depression. I'm a medicine for it, but honestly, no, because I know myself well enough that uh, I could tell when I am depressed. And I, I told Amber, I'm not depressed. I'm just really tired. And so I slept a lot. And now I'm up. It's uh, it's 2.09 in the morning. So <laughs> I'll probably be up till 6 or 7. That's fine. I ain't got nothing to do Sunday. I just got some chores to do and uh, nothing big. Um, those kind of suck. You know, I, there are things I would like to do. But then again, f- summer is finally here in Florida. I stepped out Friday, yesterday, uh, Friday. I stepped out uh, to go to work. And it was hot and humid and oppressive. And I said, well, summer's finally here because it's going to be like this now till November. It's not, we're not going to get a break. And it's just, it's God awful. I don't really want to do anything outside. Um, yeah, no, um, I'm good. But, you know, yeah, we can just do, you know, what we got to do. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. So, all right. I guess uh, I know that wasn't too exciting. I really didn't talk much about the news. Oh, we could talk about the news real quick. How about Joe Biden falling down? Look. When he fell off the bicycle, I kind of laughed, but then I tried to bicycle and I almost fell down multiple times and it took a while to get my balance. So, you know, I'm not going to pick on the man because you know what? I've been there. I get it. But just walking and falling down that there, most other countries, all of the countries judge the strength of America on their leader and the leader, even though he's always oh, house of representatives, it's the Senate. No, it really, the figurehead, at least, you know, the figurehead. The one all eyes are on are Biden, the president. This man does not invoke fear and trust. And, um, you know, he, he he's weak. He's a very weak old man, and he just does not need to run in 2024. And I'm going to tell you right now, if for some reason he does run in 2024 and he wins, it's rigged. I don't care. I, I'll, I'll scream it. I'll scream it to the freaking rooftops. It's rigged because no man no woman, nobody can want that man to be our president. You can be a Democrat. You can be the leftist liberal you want to be, but come on, step back for a minute and look at that man and say, God, what is he doing in this country? He's just terrible. He's awful. He's awful. I mean, he's just terrible. I mean, I just hope we get enough liberals to realize that too. Look, you want to be liberal. You know, you want to celebrate LGBTQ. You want to go to Target and shop clothes shop for tuckable swimsuits. You know, you want to drink Bud Light. You want to do all that stuff. Go ahead. I don't care. But, you know, open your eyes and at least acknowledge that, wow, we need a better president, Democrat or Republican. You know what? You give me a Democrat worth backing, I'll back him. I will back him or her. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say just say him. Say her because I believe – I do pers- – honestly, I really do believe women can do a great job running this country, not Kamala Harris. She's horrible. But, uh, you know, I really do believe that, you know, a person, a stronger person – I'd rather have a good, strong Democrat, Democrat in there than this weak-ass freaking Democrat we got now because he's just – He's horrible. He doesn't know where he is. He falls down. He can't talk. He stumbles. Just please. If I was doing that, I'm sure someone would put me in a home for the, for the uh, elderly. I, they really would. But yeah, here he is running the what used to be the most powerful country in America or in America, in the world, most powerful country in the world. So anyway, that's your news bit for today. I hope you enjoyed it. This has been Travis B. with the Righty Bang Podcast. And until next time, be safe. Take care. God bless. Talk to you soon. Bye.